time to turn our attention to some music, some Mexican music particularly, the piano stylings of Maurizio Garza Salazar. And he joins me now. He's got a gig tonight at the Baptist University. Morning. Hi. The, na- the name rolls off the tongue there, thankf- <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it was good, your pronunciation. The, the concert is Ponce within four decades. So are you somebody that finds it very important to be waving your national flag musically across the world? I think it's very important for Mexican artists to show the work of of other Mexican artists that are that uh, Mexican composers, and um, because uh, it's uh, it's music that is it, it is still not very well known outside of Mexico, mm. and I think it's it's really worth it to try to expose give exposure to this music mm. in concert halls, mm. and and turn them into universal. Uh, some kind of universal message, not only a Mexican message. There were some amazing composers, not just from your country, but, you know, Central and South America, Villalobos, people like that. Exactly. And the same thing. I mean, musicians know these guys, mm-hmm. Ginastera, all those people. Musicians know them, yeah. but the public doesn't. I wonder why. Is it because of politics in these countries I, in years gone by? I think that that's because they're newer. Is that it? I mean, it's easier to relate to Chopin, Beethoven, the earlier composers, but yeah. Ginastera, Villalobos, Ponce, these people are... Are they just died some years ago? Mm. Uh, but they're still um, uh, second nature to the second people nature, from those countries, and they are uh, they they use some kind of musical language that um, requires a bit of time to get used to it. It's very proper, very uh, not proper. How do you say personal? Thank you. It's a very personal. Uh, language. I'll tell you one composer that's recently, obviously not from your country, but somebody that's recently become a real hit, I think it's Piazzolla. All of a sudden everybody knows Piazzolla. Argentinian. Yeah. He? Yes, he's, he has turned into a very popular composer because he makes a fu- fusion of classical with tango. I suppose so. And it's interesting you say that because, you know, there seems to be so much... I don't know if history is the right word, uh, tradition, culture, passion, whatever, from these composers' music. I mean, let's stay with Ponce, obviously, because he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the story, there's the national story in there somewhere. Yes, for example, in the music I will perform, uh, there are, uh, two of the pieces I perform there are based on Mexican popular themes. And um, the melodies that, 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 are, that Ponce uses mm. to to write his 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 works um, are themes that people know in the street are really w- well known not oh. just from some kind of small village but really well known hmm. for example the theme of las mañanitas is the, uh, a song we sing when uh, when someone has uh, the birthday mm-hmm. and of course everybody knows that so when mexicans listen to this music they understand what they're listening to mm. because there are themes that, uh, they, that they know and they're treated very pianistically, very uh, for the instrument and romantically. And I think it's, it's a very interesting piece. More modern composers. I mean, let's mm-hmm. go back like 20th century guys, from mm-hmm. wherever they're from. I don't know, Gershwin, Copeland, all these people. They tend to be more, I don't know if nationalistic is correct, but they tend to be more deferential to their country's culture using folk tunes and themes. So I think it might have been of that time. Tell me a little bit about Ponce. What's his, what's his years? And Ponce, is, uh, he was born in 1882. Okay. In That's, about right. That's about right then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a very important time for, for art in general, not only in Mexico, because 
um, in the early uh, 20th century, I mean 1900? Uh, 20th, yeah. 20th, 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 yeah. 20th. Yeah, the 20th century, <laughs> it was... Uh, very important for for art, especially in Europe, yeah. with the uh, avant-garde movements, you know, impressionism, cubism, everything of all of this sort of, of. Uh, there was some crazy stuff going yes, on. Yes, yeah. crazy stuff. It was taking place in Europe at that time, mm. and you and Ponce went there when he was trying to improve his skills as composer, and he learned a lot from all these tendencies. Where where did he go? He went to Paris and to Germany, and he he learned with uh, Mr. Paul Ducat in, in France. Mm -hmm. He went to, in Germany with Edwin Fischer. It's a very well-known uh, piano teacher and composing. Uh, uh, Ducat's interesting. I mean, yeah. everybody knows the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but we exactly. don't know much else. Exactly. <laughs> but he was working in, in Paris and, and Ponce had uh, the opportunity to learn from him. And he got a lot of French uh, influence in his music. Huh. There are two periods. Can you hear it? Yeah, absolutely. In the one of the pieces I will perform today, there are very soft impressionistic sounds, with with the corresponding harmonies as well. Uh, let's let's just put the pause button on and hear a little bit of you playing. Now, yeah. uh, this is Mexican Rhapsody number two. Mm -hmm. How many did you write? Just two. two. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second from two. Yeah. And you're going to play this today or not? Yeah, of course. Just just give us an intro to this piece if you would. Any anything that might be interesting to know. Well, it's it's based on the traditional structure of Franz Liszt rhapsodies, for example, that's one uh, aspect of them. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, in, in its language, it's very romantic. Um, and like I was telling you, the, he uses Mexican themes in a very pianistic way. So he then you hear every 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 kind of fireworks. Right, very much. Uh, kind. Well, yeah. let's have a listen. You, you, this is a YouTube recording, so it's a slightly crummy sound, but you recorded this a live concert from Australia mm -hmm. from a couple of years back. Let's have a listen, shall we? Maurizio Garza Salazar playing the piano there. This is the uh, Mexican Rhapsody number two. I'll tell you what struck me about that one. All of these 20th century composers, somewhere near their piano, they had a copy of Bach, Preludes and Fugues. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic yeah. stuff. Very romantic. Yeah. All the stuff you mentioned before, I think you said Chopin, you can, you, you, you feel it. Yeah. It, 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 he was greatly influenced by that. And uh, speaking again about these two periods of Ponce, hmm. this piece is when he was still composing in Mexico. So he wasn't very aware of what it was of what was happening in Europe at the time with these avant-garde movements. Okay. And we, we have also pieces of the second period of Ponce with a little bit more impressionistic and a little bit more... Um, Confident? Daring. Developed? Developed, daring uh, with harmonies. And so I, I think it, it could... It, he, de he, came, he turned into a very complete composer hmm. at the end of, of his life. And so... I like a lot. Good. Music. Tell me a bit about his other output. What sort of, what sort of things did he write? He wrote... Uh, orchestral stuff? Orchestral stuff. He wrote uh, as well uh, three concerti, for example, the, for piano, uh, guitar, and violin. And But his most important output in the world today is for guitar. Hmm. That's His pieces for guitar are played everywhere. There are standard repertoire in the world. So, um, it's a bit of of of, uh, of a new take on Ponce to to bring piano music 
because most of the time it's guitar what, what it's played from him. It's really interesting when you come across something like this, isn't it, that's different. There's one, one record I bought years ago. You, uh -huh. know, you think of Richard Strauss as this massive symphonic composer, uh -huh. but then, you, then there's those piano sonatas, sonatas, I think, that nobody's ever heard of, and they're fantastic. <laughs> I think he actually put them in a bottom drawer. And yeah, yeah, it's, some stuff goes viral, like you say, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and they, are, they get popular, yeah. and some other remain unknown. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's always lovely to find new stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think. It's Tell me your website and all that sort of stuff. My website is www. Point dot dot Mauricio Garza middle hyphen hyphen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Salsa <laughs> dot com. I gotcha. Thanks a lot. Have a brilliant can I, uh, concert tonight. Mauricio is playing at the AC Hall, the Academic Community Hall at the Baptist University at seven thirty, and this gig's been put on by the Consulate General of Mexico. Have a great tour mm -hmm. and thanks for coming up. Thank you.